Warning, the following program is solely intended for a mature audience. Any of the idiotic opinions and views expressed on this show are solely opinions of Dark Cringe Radio and not of its advertisers, which is completely pointless because this poorly produced, dumbass podcast has no advertisers. Furthermore, any rebroadcast or redistribution of Dark Friend Radio podcast without per- the permission is strictly prohibited. If you do, we will find you. Then we will send three black-eyed children to your home or office to collect your soul. Thank you. Enjoy the show. Welcome everyone to Dark Fringe Radio. I am your host, Will Martinez, here with you tonight, and thank you for coming on the podcast, listening on this week. I salute your loyalty. Thank you so much. Um, If you want to follow all of our social media, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just look up Dark Fringe Radio, and you can follow all of our information there for your viewing and listening pleasure, because we not only uh, post... A lot of great articles. We also post the uh, episodes of the podcast on there as well, so you can go on there and listen. But uh, definitely check it out on all those social media outlets. Also, how to listen to the podcast. You can listen to us on a couple different platforms. First off, you can listen to us on SoundCloud. Just look up Dark Fringe Radio. Check us out there. Subscribe. Uh, so SoundCloud is always a good outlet. Um, you can also... Listen to us on iTunes. If you have an iPhone, just go to iTunes, look up Dark Fringe Radio, and um, you'll be able to subscribe. And if you do that, uh, do us a favor and also give us a um, five-star rating and also a comment. We'd love to um, you know, hear your feedback regarding the show. So if you guys can do that for us, that'd be great. Uh, tonight, uh, we're going to have a special guest on, a psychic by the name of Psychic Gen B. And you can follow all of her information on uh, Instagram at PsychicGenB, that's with one N. She has a very interesting Instagram, actually caught my eye, that's how I uh, was able to be exposed uh, to her, and uh, very uh, interesting post that she's uh, done as of late, and very intuitive, so it uh, it really caught my eye and spoke to me, so I, I thought I'd bring her on the podcast, and uh, we talk about you know, her history with her psychic abilities and uh, maybe do some readings as well. So again, just to uh, mention, if you want to listen to the podcast, you also can listen to us. If you have an Android phone, just go to the Google Play, Google Music, and just look up Dark Fringe Radio. You can do the same thing there and subscribe. Uh, anytime we drop a new episode on any one of these, uh, you know, the fronts, it automatically downloads and it uh, notifies you automatically that there's a new episode. So, um, also, if you have any questions, any um, suggestions, uh, guest ideas, topic ideas, you can send that to me directly at thedarkfringe at gmail.com. Again, that's thedarkfringe at gmail.com. So, just want to let you know, I saw Halloween over the weekend, and uh, man, what a great film. I just wanted to mention, I saw that on Sunday, and... Man, I can say that I was very pleasantly surprised. I didn't think that, uh, I didn't walk away feeling cheated or uh, cheap. It was good from 
you know, beginning to end. And I'm really glad how they left it open at the end, which, you know, there's going to be a sequel. It did so well in the box office. So you can only uh, imagine that there's definitely going to be a, uh, uh, you know, a want and a need for a sequel to do just as well. So it's all about the money. So, uh, you know, that's what, uh, why this film actually, uh, why it's happened in the first place. But listen, uh, they did a great job. Uh, David Gordon Green did a wonderful job with this script and this film and, can't say enough about it they did a lot of nods to the original film and it was just fantastic so if you guys uh, have a uh, chance to go check out the new halloween film i highly suggest it all right enough about that we're going to get to our guest here now uh miss psychic gen b you can follow her at on instagram at psychic gen b and also if you uh, want a personal reading you can send her an email uh, for a request at psychicgenb at gmail.com. Again, that's psychicgenb at gmail.com. So we'll get to our guest here, Psychic Gen B, here in a second. I hope you guys enjoy. And thanks, everyone, for joining in on the podcast tonight. Um, again, I wanted to uh, introduce a very special guest that we had on. Her name is Psychic Jen B, and uh, she's a woman I've been following lately on Instagram. And uh, she's been posting some really intu- uh, intuitive um, things on there, and they just kind of really spoke to me. And I wanted to bring her on and just uh, you know talk to her a little bit, talk about her background, what got her interested in you know the, the work that she's doing now, and uh, maybe have some callers and uh, maybe have some readings. So, again, I wanted to introduce again to night her name is psychic jen b jen how are you tonight i'm well thanks will for having me oh wonderful listen thank you for taking the time to speak with us and come on the podcast i know you're a busy lady but thank you again uh it's going to be a treat definitely for me listen i wanted to get into you know what got you interested in um you know uh the you know the readings and the tarot cards and and what you do um i don't know if I don't think being interested is is fair for me to say. I kind of feel like I've been talking to dead people my whole life, been very intuitive my whole life. I, you know, I'd like to blame it on Scooby-Doo and Shaggy, but, <laughs> you know, for like in the paranormal, but it just kind of always felt like I, you know, just could talk. I, I know it freaked my family out when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. No, I love to hear the story because I, I speak to a lot of psychics. You know, I come into contact with a lot of psychics and my biggest interest in um, someone who has gifts as such as you. Uh, I always love to hear the origin, where it all started. Um, you know, what what uh, what you know, what was that catalyst moment where you realized, OK, this is something that I know that I have. This is not just something that I'm, you know, imagining. There's, there's got to be a moment where that, that turns. Am I correct in saying that? Um, well, I always knew it, even though I was raised in a very religious household. And um, I was told, no, you know, only Jesus could do that and that I shouldn't speak about it. Um, I was told quite frequently I didn't know what I was talking about because it bothered them that I did. And so I was constantly trying to stuff it down. I mean, I was in elementary school having dreams of things happening before they happened, 
once I basically hit puberty, it just got super intense and really scary for me. And although I had always been very defiant and not wanting to listen to my family because I knew what I knew and that's what I knew, it scared me. And I tried to stifle it and sit on it and stifle it and sit on it until my youngest son at about one and a half started yelling at dead people Mm. outside in our yard Mm. and in our house. And that was my moment when I said, okay, enough is enough. I I have to provide for him what wasn't provided for me. And that is support in this ability. He obviously got it for me. This I feel like it's been handed down throughout my family, even though nobody talks about it on either side of my family. And so that's when I started looking for like-minded people, um, searching out new age stores uh, to see if they offered classes. So I could just start putting rhyme and reason to what I've always known was in me because I knew if I was going to be the best support possible for my child that I had to help myself first you know I call it the airplane thing you know when Mm -hmm. the breathing masks pop down from the airplane you have to put yours on first before you can help anybody else because if you don't you could pass out and die (laughs) yeah no that makes perfect sense i mean you you know it's a perfect analogy Uh, i couldn't say it better you know it's it's a it's um it's a blessing that you had the gift before your son did because you were able to recognize it at such a young age when he started, you know, going through his process and started to realize, you know, he's starting to see these things that you were there to give him that advice to let him know it's okay. You know, I know Mm -hmm. I've been there. I, I got you. I know. So it's, it's, it's a, it's a refreshing thing or it's, it's a great thing to know that, you know, that you were able, that you went through that same experience that he was going through and that you were able to give him that comfort that unfortunately you weren't given, you know, when you were growing up. Yeah, exactly. I was told, well, let's not talk about the guy in your closet. And I was never going to say that to my son, to either one of my sons. I was never going to say that. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's 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 a good thing, and I, I think you're doing right by them by doing what you're doing there. But um, uh, that's just a, it's a wonderful you know uh, story, and I I understand that you growing up must have been very it must have been very difficult. I mean, growing up an, alone as a normal kid, going through the normal things in life is hard enough. Um, adding the extra pressure of having these abilities, seeing these things, not knowing what to you know do about it or how to act upon it. Um, do you still find it difficult today, um, as a grown adult woman with, with two children? I mean, do you still find, you know, the, the gift hard to deal with at times? For a while I have, and if I'm not minding my P's and Q's, yes, it'll sneak it back up on me. Mm-hmm. Um, learning how to ground myself from my first chakra, learning how to use my aura for protection. Um, you know, these are things that if you don't have somebody teach you, you're knocking your way through life trying to figure out. And before I learned, this is how you ground, um, you know, because I'd always heard you ground through your feet. Well, 
I always say, because I'm a Pisces, that just didn't work for me because I don't like to have dirty feet. I don't want to take my <laughs> shoes off and touch the ground. <laughs> I'm a water uh, sign. Yeah, me too. But, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, once I finally realized, hey, no, that first chakra, that's where you ground and that's what feels good. And and discussing and, and you know, just having a, a like I said like-minded group of people to talk about oh well what does your grounding tube look like what does your grounding tube feel like and then physically reaching down and filling their grounding tubes under their chairs and filling the energy and really just getting to experiment with each other and and learn watching you know when I learned how to how my aura worked it was a very visual lesson with dowsing rods mm. and I could literally we were supposed to walk towards each other to make the dowsing rods open mm -hmm. um, to show how big our aura was as soon as I could I thought it the dowsing rods in my partner's hand opened and it was just amazing to really finally meet people and meet a teacher that was encouraging all of us wasn't threatened by us um, because I've had a teacher that was threatened wow. by her students and that was terrible mm -hmm. but meeting a teacher her name's Margaret mm -hmm. meeting Margaret and and her just showing us how beneficial our gifts are supporting us you know that kind of support that I didn't have as a child and just really gaining because I mean honestly Talking to dead people, it, it, <laughs> it's not hard. It's that security in yourself to say what you're seeing, you know, in your mind's eye, to say what you're smelling, to say what I physically feel, and just being, you know, having enough I guess I don't know really the word I want to use here. Well, it's funny <laughs> because I have confidence. Yeah, you know, it's I've talked to other psychics and that have that same ability, and you know, I've asked them that same question, and one answer that kind of um, repeats itself is that the hardest part is not seeing them, obviously, because it just becomes like second nature to you. But mm -hmm. it's more of trying to understand what the message is that they're trying to communicate to to you. Exactly. What how I describe it is playing charades yeah. with a complete stranger, because if you were to play charades with, say, your brother or your sister, or your husband or your wife, this is someone, you know, and you, you know, you're going to be able to figure out their cues. Right. Well, not, you know, you try to play charades with a complete stranger. You're like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, sometimes I have signs for things like if I see overalls, I know that they were a farmer or a gardener or they fancied themselves a farmer, even though they were just a gardener. Uh -huh. But other times they'll show me something and I'll so I tell my clients, I'm like, hey, I'm just I have to just describe this to you Explain. because, you know, I don't know what this means. And this message is for you. So oh. I'm going to assume you can tell me what it means. Okay, let's see. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, a friend of mine, he lost a friend, and he turns to me at work one day, mm -hmm. and, I mean, it was very random. He happened to get me alone, and he says, I, I just have a, I just had a friend that died. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I'm not going to tell you 
you all of that. I just want to tell you this one little happy part. And I said, okay, he's showing me himself as, well, he's a big guy and he's got a hairy belly and he starts laughing. He says, yes, he totally had a hairy big belly. (laughs) And I said, and he's showing me himself as a cherub with little wings and he's got his feet (laughs) crossed and they're bent up and that's he totally started laughing Uh and he said that's what he would do and i said and then of course i instantly knew Mm -hmm. because he wants you to he wants you to laugh he wants you to know he's okay Mm -hmm. you know that he's perfectly happy so you know why he was showing me a fat hairy cherub was didn't mean anything to me but the laughter immediately sent that vibe where okay i know what this message means Hmm, interesting very interesting it's kind of a brutal story um it let's just say he didn't die in a way anybody would want to die um and but he conveyed himself with that image because he even though he died the way he died he wanted my his friend my coworker and who was also my friend to know he was okay i see i see wow yeah that's a that's a crazy story it's just, it's just just like you know it's funny how we have that power even on the other side to be able to project ourselves you know a certain way you know and i i think that's a wonderful thing um, Jen, what do you think? Let's you take a call. You want to, you want to do that? Sure. Okay. Let's get someone on the line here. Give me one minute. Uh, Jen, this is Ingrid. Hi, Ingrid. Hi. Hi. I how you doing? Your name. I love your name. Oh, thank you. So Ingrid, if you had any specific questions, anything at all that came to your mind, I wanted to give it to you. You have the floor to ask Jen anything you wanted. Okay. Um, I don't know. <laughs> um, do you have any sort of information on my father? Uh, and are we speaking crossed over or? Yes, he's crossed over. Okay. okay. Was he sick for a while before he died? Because I'm trying to figure out the yes. symbol he's sending me. Yes. All right. Thank you. Um, I'm sorry. I'm thinking him because I saw a hospital bed and that's actually the first time I've seen it. So like I was telling Will, sometimes I get signs I'm used to, and sometimes I get new signs. And what I'm finding interesting is that when he shows me the hospital bed, he doesn't show me in it. He shows him the hospital bed is empty and it's not just empty. There isn't even any sheets on it. So, You know, it's not a clear line. (laughs) I don't really know how to explain it because I feel him like speaking. So I'm trying to hear him. He's not really showing me. He's saying something. Okay. So he just showed me the feet kicking up. Mm -hmm. Like enjoy. That's what that means. Mm-hmm. Kind of like okay. a hill click. Okay. I don't know okay. if you've okay. ever seen a, dan- a dance. Normally dancers do that. No, he was a pretty bad dancer. So, yeah. I don't know what <laughs> you know, he became I mean, a good dancer. Be agile to do that. But, um, and he is showing me the light. I think he wants to talk about cr- when he crossed over. And I'm asking mm-hmm. him if he can give me a sound for his name. Do oh, you want me to give you a sound? 
No, I'm asking him if he'll give me a sound. Normally, um, when they say their name, so like if you were on the other side and you said Ingrid, the gur Mm -hmm. sound would be a major syllable. And so I would hear the gur. Um, So I'm asking him if he'll say his name so I can get a sound. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I should have explained that first. If he can give me a sound. Why are you showing me your shoes again? He keeps showing me like his feet and his shoes, but I mean, not his barefoot. Like he has shoes on mm-hmm. and he keeps showing me his legs because he keeps jumping, 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 jumping. I don't know what that would mean. I feel like, okay. Okay. He actually, he was glad when it was time. He okay. felt that, um, sorry, I'm getting emotional. He, he, it felt like a relief to him. Um, I feel like he jumped into the light. Like he was so happy that the light came. He jumped into the light. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm still not getting a name though. So can you show me what you look like? Or show me something that has recently happened to Ingrid to validate, please. I don't know what that means. I'm seeing really green grass. I have no idea okay. what that means. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, don't I don't even know. Like, I'm like, I, I'm like, dude, because <laughs> I'm from California. So, you know, I'm whipping out the word dude. Dude, you got to tell me what green grass means. <laughs> Um, oh, man. Okay. Congrats. Okay. I'm trying to think of something. I don't know. I feel an uncle as well. It's his uncle. His uncle. Okay. Maybe I don't know his family very well. I mean, I think most of them had passed when I was young, so I don't really know them very well. They're playing a game, but I don't know what okay. the game is. I understand, but I need I need you to tell me what the game is, please. Okay. It's some kind of card game. Okay. And I keep seeing a little dog. Okay. You had a dog. You got two dogs you very close to. This one's little though. Like little little. Okay. We'll call it we're gonna dog. It has like um something on its ear that's very identifying, some sort of spot on its ear or line on its ear. It could be uh, Yeah. Had a poodle and a Yorkie that he was very close to. <laughs> I guess he had a lot of dogs when he was younger, but I wouldn't remember them. It's little, little, little. But there's this weird I wanna like um it's not like a birthmark, but it's kind of like a birthmark on the dog's ear. He like showed me it's it's like a very hmm, the spot on the ear was very defined. It's like the end of the ear was one color, the two toned. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this dog's little, so it would have to be. Kiko, and, the little Yorkie. And then it showed me the ear. Then, it showed me, then he showed me the ear. 
I would need you to have a picture so you could look at the picture right now. Like, I feel like if you saw the picture and saw the ear, it wouldn't make sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The cat that we said like that? I'm always looking for a cat that disappeared on her that had a little weird notch missing out of No, it's not a notch in the ear. It's it's like... Okay. um, It's a birthmark. I don't know. I don't don't know. It's some sort of like... I don't want to say birthmark. It was born that way, but it's like this really unique. Thank you. That's the word. Mm-hmm. Unique. The way its ear is colored is very unique. And I feel like he's bringing this up because the, the ear is, he's trying to give me a symbol. And it's definitely a dog. It's not a child. Yeah. It's a dog. Okay. It is a dog. My daughter has a weird ear. <laughs> like a little bit, little, little notch, not weird, but a little notch in her ear. It's kind of interesting. Her dad has it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I guess it's a dog. I don't know. Is there any way to ask him if he's okay? or? Um, oh, yeah. When he showed me them, them sitting at the card table playing a game, because I asked him instantly, um, because my family would sit at a card table and and they would play dominoes. And he was like, no, Mm. we're not playing dominoes. He was telling Mm. me what it was. I don't, I never heard of the game before. So I can't like say it. It's something with a B. Um, Could it be back around? He wasn't a card player. So I don't like. He's, it was like he played it with his uncle. And so he's playing it with his uncle. I don't, I feel like it was something he did when he was younger, but he's playing with his uncle now. So when they show me stuff like that, it means I'm having fun. I'm kind of doing my, you know, they're playing games. They're, you know, they don't have Netflix. (laughs) 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 You know, they they watch us sometimes or whatever. So I'm, I really want him to give me a more specific sign, but I kind of feel like he's not like he just, I don't know. I'm like, I'm wanting him to give me something that recently happened to you that he could tell Mm -hmm. me about. Um, so the grass that I saw, it felt like it was very manicured, like, you know, like a sports field. So soccer, football, you know, like a very manicured grass. Mm-hmm. But I didn't okay. see, like, dirt. So it was definitely mm-hmm. not like a baseball field. playing football recently? That would make him happy. I just saw the manicured grass. I'm I, honestly... Okay. Ingrid, I'm not going to stretch anything. I'm not going to reach for anything. Um, And I don't know why he's, like, just showing me Mm. these little things. He's not super talkative. I know he was happy when it was over. (laughs) Say again? I said he was usually very talkative. (laughs) Well, not to me. When he showed me at the table with him playing the game, he actually had his back to me. I could see the uncle, the side of the uncle. But he had uh-huh. his back to me, you know, mm-hmm. and some are like that. I actually had a friend of mine, her grandma was with her. Well, her abuelita was with her and she wouldn't speak to me in English and I don't speak Spanish. And until okay, I he speaks Spanish, but he spoke English very well. He spoke. No, no, no. I'm Spanish saying like English. 
I've had people come to me and it's like they have to hang out with me for a little bit. Like I could totally feel her grandma there, but she would not speak. She would speak to me in Spanish. And I'm like, I I don't speak Spanish, though. And and I offered to have my grandpa come in and translate. And Mm -hmm. that's when she finally decided she would speak to me in English. I don't know why Mm -hmm. your your dad's just like he's showing me the hill clicked. He showed me the light. I felt like he jumped up in and jumped up into the light so you would have to tell me if he was bedridden because when he showed me the bed he showed me the bed empty so it feels like he was happy to be out of the bed like he's happy to get up and get moving he hated being in the hospital and he had emphysema and he actually broke his hip right before that's what actually put him in the hospital last time and uh, he didn't make it after the surgery for the, the hip repair that's why he's clicking his feet together and jumping up and down. That's why he kept showing me his legs because he wasn't okay. walking. But he, I don't know why he's not turning around. I feel like he's smoking something when he's sitting at the table. I don't know if it's a cigar or a pipe. Well, he, was, he was definitely a smoker. <laughs> I just got well, him in trouble I know the first you said time. emphysema, yeah. but like I don't feel, it was like he didn't want me to see him. But it was more about the cards. What, Will, would you say the name of that game was? Baccarat? See, I don't even know what that game is. It's an older game. I mean, that's stuff like that my mm-hmm. grandma would play. I Yeah, I've oh. never... My family didn't play cards. They played dominoes. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't really know card game names. <laughs> Yeah, that's the only one that comes to my mind. I was, I was when you said that, I was shifting through a bunch of games in my head, and it's either baccarat or blackjack. I mean, that's the only other one that I can think. Yeah, of. it wasn't blackjack. Yeah. It wasn't poker because I asked him if they were playing poker, and he said no. But I'm wondering if, yeah, because I, I mean, I, not, I wish I hadn't even told you. I thought he was smoking something because you had already told me the emphysema thing. But I feel bad. I'm like, no, I don't want to reach. Like I'm hard on myself. <laughs> I want them <laughs> to tell, you know, like I want, no, I want you to tell me why you're showing me the grass. Yeah. I feel like the grass and the dog go together. I actually feel like he wants you to get a dog if you don't have a dog or if you, if you do have a dog, he wants a little dog. Because the dog is very <laughs> my kids are like, my kids will want to hear that. <laughs> this ear. Yeah. Yeah. The ear was very specific on the dog. You know what it looked like? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, pop culture. There we go. Do you know what what um the gremlins? <laughs> I knew you were yes. gonna say that. Yeah. Um Gizmo. Well my little girl was, was brown little on the end. So and white. Yorkie, but yeah. yeah. Okay. See I'm sorry, go ahead. What'd you say? I said his little dog looked like a gremlin, like a little it was a little yorky, a little fuzzy yorky with ears okay, up and there we go. I don't yeah, remember just said it looked like whether it would have it's something I, my mom would know if it had something on his ear, but I don't I didn't really notice. Well, that's what he was showing me was the ear-like gizmo. <laughs> okay. Okay. I should have just said that, but I was like, I don't know if I want to say gizmo. Um, so, but the grass was very manicured. And I, and I keep, I'm trying to get him to tell me, you know, do you want her to get a dog? Why are you showing me the dog? Why are you showing me the grass? But he's kind of laughing now. <laughs> He literally, because he's been with his back to me the whole time, he just turned around and waved bye at me. Ah. No mm-hmm. joke. <laughs> I'm like, but I'm still asking you about the grass. <laughs> okay. I, yeah, and he like waved bye. 
Was he wearing glasses? No. He wasn't. Okay. That's interesting. Okay. Hmm. Well, is there anything else, Ingrid, that you wanted to ask Jen? No, I just want to know if he had something to say to us or something he wanted us to know or how he was doing. But uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, is there anybody else that wants to come through and tell me something? I don't know. I'm open to anything or anybody. So there is one other thing that I do want to mention with your dad is I saw a gold chain and I don't, that's not a symbol for me for anything. So I don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I saw the gold chain, I saw it on a dresser. Like, okay. I don't know. I don't know. I'm asking my guides to show me again. Cause yeah, he kind of turned, waved and turned back real quick. And he's not even coming back, but mm -hmm. Mm because I'm seeing a dark wood dresser. It's more modern. Mm -hmm. It's not like old furniture. It's a modern Mm -hmm. furniture and there's a gold chain just kind of like laying there on the corner of the dresser. And I, like I said, it's not a symbol for me for anything. So I don't know what that means. Okay. I'll right. go look Sorry. at my mom's house with a gold chain. <laughs> <laughs> See if he has anything. Okay. All right, Ingrid. Well, listen. That was it. Well, thank you for coming on and um, asking your questions. I do appreciate it. Thank you. All, All right. right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Well, that was interesting, uh, Jenna. I feel bad that he wasn't more talkative. No, no, that happens. I know that happens, um, you know, every once in a while. And um, like you said, I know um, when people speak dual languages, you know, sometimes they prefer to speak a different language when they're crossed over on the other side. So, um, you know, I totally get it. Um, all right. We'll take one more and see um, what we can uncover here next. And give me one second. Hello, Lonnie. Hello. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Very good. Very good. Listen, you are on the line with Psychic Gen B, and um, I'm going to give the floor to you here in a second. And, you know, you can ask any kind of question you like, anything you have a question about. All right? Okay, awesome. Thank you so much for having me on. Absolutely. So the floor is yours. Go ahead. Okay. Hi, <laughs> Hi Jen. Um, I guess um, I guess a question I wanted to ask uh, is more future-oriented as far as uh, my career if I'm making the right choice with school. Okay. I'm going to use my cards for that. Are you taking classes like for two different things? Um, what's it called? Double, like double major or something? No, it's actually, uh, it's, I'm just getting a license. I'm going for um, massage therapy. Is there something else you could be doing at the same school? Actually, yeah, there was. I was going to go for um, just home assistant. Okay. Like an HHA. (laughs) Yeah, there's different things there. (laughs) Not like any. I was going to go for um, a rad tech program, but it was just too long. So. Okay. Um. (laughs) So the death card came out. And that's about change. So that definitely means you need to change to the other one. Um, I didn't hear what you said. What kind of assistant was it? It was for um, radiography for rad tech. Okay. I'm not familiar with what that is. 
I do feel as though that you could. Okay. Okay. So basically your guides are talking to my guides. And what I'm hearing is that if you wanted to finish doing massage therapy, you could do it. You would never be satisfied. You would never be happy with it, but that it completing it could put you in a position to make money to go back to do the other the tech one right mm-hmm. that that is actually what you would find the most fulfilling interesting okay and um i guess that's the other question was just uh current situation as far as uh i guess yeah, that was a, like money in my current situation my living situation if um <laughs> That's going to be personal, but, like, if I should eventually, like, move, if I had an opportunity to, like, you know, travel or something like that. Well, <laughs> you need to put more work in first. What I'm So what I'm being shown here, because I am using the cards to help um, bring the visuals, is you got to finish one thing before you can start another. So you're... Mm-hmm very distracted um feels like you're still trying to feel like find yourself and make up your mind so finishing one project at a time and pacing yourself and to not spread yourself out too thin is how you're going to accomplish your bigger goals you got to start with the small ones and and build your way up so yeah like you don't really want to even finish the massage therapy at all like you're not like are you finding it hard no not really actually I I was actually excited to do that I thought you know um I I like the idea of being my own boss and being able to you know get a trade and make some money doing that or it would actually allow me to travel in the future so how far are you into the classes um I would be graduating in May so I'm like I'm only two months in so okay because I feel like you're going to want to start pulling away and you're, you're just going to have to press yourself. Um, I, I feel like you finishing this is, they're saying it's a stepping stone for your confidence. Mm-hmm. I specifically heard stepping stone for confidence. My guides are a lot easier to understand than dead people. I'm just going to say this. Um, I just, I feel like you're going to get to a point in your classes where you're just going to be like, uh, you know, I chose the wrong thing. Um, but your guides are saying you need to finish, you need to finish, you need to finish, you need to finish. And that by finishing that that's how you're going to get money for other things, like going back to school and, and getting more education. And if you're wanting to travel, it just, it feels like you're going to need to do that, the tech thing mm-hmm. okay can you do like traveling nurse stuff with that um there is actually some yeah traveling positions within that field um yeah absolutely because I have an uncle who does that and they showed me him and uh yeah so what I'm it feels like this is a like a, a really a stepping stone for confidence because they keep saying that over and over and over and over and over. 
that okay. finishing the massage therapy, because I feel like you're going to just hit a point here. And I know like this hasn't happened yet. So you might not be able to completely relate to me saying this, but it feels like you're just going to hit this point where it's just like, no, I should have done the other thing, but it's very right. important for you to finish this. Okay. Well, no, thanks for the advice. It's, it's good advice. Um, yeah, I just, um, I think I just chose the other cell because it was more consolidated and I'd be graduating quicker and I just didn't want to go for the, it would be like three years of school. Do you know what I mean? And I'm just trying to get myself in a situation where I can be a little more independent and, and leave a situation, if you know what I mean. So I opted yeah. for the shorter course. <laughs> so, um, but no, that's great advice. So. Um, <laughs> I'm trying yeah, to think if there's I, I anything just, else, um, as far as like my future love life, do you see anything in the cards for that? <laughs> well, I was feeling that you are in a bumpy road right now and I think mm. it just, uh, see, I hate saying stuff like this. <laughs> You're kind of in this situation where you're having to learn a lot of hard, hard lessons. Mm-hmm. I hate saying <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> okay. All right. Don't be mad at me when I say this. It's kind of being young and dumb. You have to be, you have to do it to be mm-hmm. older and wiser, even if older and wiser is a year later. It's still older and wiser. Okay. So it's just one of those learning things you're going through. Okay. I know. Fair enough. I know you didn't want to hear it. I know you didn't. But (laughs) just so you know, we we all went through it. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Well, great. Well, thank you. All right. I appreciate uh, the reading. All right. Thanks, Paul. Thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. Welcome. Thanks. Wow, Jen. I mean, that's uh, that's pretty good stuff there. Do you think you'd be okay for one more? Uh, yes. Okay. I can do one more. One more. Okay. One second. The grass thing's still killing me. Is it really? <laughs> yes, it is. Because, I like I said, I'm really hard on myself. I want, when I'm speaking to the dead, and I'm transferring that message over to the living, I need Facts, facts, facts. Right. And I'm telling, you know, you, it's like you drop this bomb of grass on me and then you're not telling me anything else. And it kills me because, you know, I, when I want to speak to my dead people, mm-hmm. I want that validation. Yeah. And so as the medium in between, I want to deliver that validation. Mm-hmm. And he was not giving me anything on the grass, and it's pissed me off. (laughs) (laughs) Not even he wouldn't Uh, tell me his name. He wouldn't, and I mean, even when he turned and looked at me, he didn't look at me directly in the face. He turned, waved like his hand was in front of his face, waved at me, and then turned super fast back around, defiant, huh? To the end, (laughs) yeah. And I'm just like, but some people aren't ready to talk. Yeah, no, no, no. That makes perfect sense. And you know, it's I've I've been in that situation before where I've been the third person in the this kind of conversation, and that happens a lot more often than not than uh, you know than most people expect. But you know, it, it happens. But uh, let me get the last person on. Hello, Irving. Yes. How are you, sir? 
Good. How are you, buddy? Good, good, good. So listen, I'm gonna um I have you on the line here with Psychic Gen B. I'm gonna give you the floor and uh you can ask any you know her any specific questions that you have and go ahead. All right. Hey. Hi, how are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, thank you. So um I actually uh had something that I wanted to uh run by you that happened to me a couple of uh, days ago that I told Will about. Okay. And just see what your thoughts are on this. I, I was thinking, um, you know, what what does this mean? Uh, the other day on the 24th, I, um, I was sitting at my desk at work, just not, you know, nothing special going on. You know, all of a sudden I, I felt uh, like these heart palpitations. Right, and um, so I didn't think much of it uh, at the moment, but then it happened again maybe a few minutes later, and it started me thinking of, uh, like, the first time that I ever uh, had something like this happen to me uh, when I was a child, when I was, like, 12 years old, 11 years old. And um, so I, um, I, um, I actually uh, remembered uh, the incident when I was 12 years old, uh, and I didn't, but I didn't remember the exact date uh, that happened. But I remember that it was the day that Jackie Robinson died back in 1972. And I, so I, so I checked uh, Wikipedia, and I checked. Uh, I said, when, when was it that um, Jackie Robinson died? And it was October 24th, 1972. Wow. So uh, <laughs> that's what I said. What what does that mean? Um, well, and, and, so and scientifically, I, let me just say on that day, on October twenty fourth, nineteen seventy two, I had a panic attack to the point where my mom had to call the ambulance on me and take me to the hospital at eleven years old, and I was freaking out. Um, so I, that's what I was so, going to say. Scientifically, anxiety or panic will manifest itself with heart palpitations. Um, You will feel your heart will just start pounding. Your chest might start getting really warm. Your neck will get really warm. Um, You might feel sick to your stomach. And these are all physical, scientifically proven reactions to anxiety and panic. Now, where is it from? That's always the question. When this happens, first of all, am is there a reason? Well, no, you were sitting at your desk doing nothing. So that's when you say, I mean, for me, you know, this is how I'm going to teach you is you, if you're, you cannot find a valid normal reason. Now let's start looking at a paranormal reason, you know, mm-hmm. is somebody in a cubicle around you or in a desk around you? Is this anxiety coming from them? Are you empathing their anxiety, their stress? Were you a huge, huge fan of Jackie Robinson? Um, not necessarily at the time. At, when I was 11 years old and when I heard of him passing away, uh, I was a, I've always been a news junkie, and I was a news junkie even then. And I was watching the news. And I heard of this uh, great man, uh, you know, passing away of a heart attack 
at a very young age, at 53 or 56, I think he was. And um, I um, I didn't know him before that. I, I was real young. I, I wasn't that much into sports or whatever, so I really didn't know who Jackie Robinson was. So, no, I wasn't following him. I just, you know, but I saw the name, I saw his face, and I thought it was weird, uh, even at that time as a small child, that this man has died of a heart attack so young. Um, and also, I, I guess I should add to to this that uh, back then there was a show that used to come on uh, called Emergency, um, which was a show about hospitals and people having heart attacks and all kinds of stuff. And I had just finished watch, watching that show, and in that particular show, there was a depiction of a person having a massive heart attack and showing a CPR and all that, and all that got my adrenaline going, I guess. Mm-hmm. And also, it brought it brought me back to an event that happened that summer where I actually witnessed a young boy um, drowning. Well, not drowning, but he almost drowning. I saw the uh, uh, the uh, the guards uh, pull him out, give him CPR, uh, water coming out of his mouth and all that, and they, thank God they brought him back to life. So that left a, a lasting impression on me. I, I kept asking my mom, Mom, what, what's that about? What is that? What is the procedure that they're doing? What are they doing pumping his chest and all that? Uh, and it just left an everlasting impression. And um, because the dates are same, the same, and I've never heard this before, so Will, I'm wondering if you have, it kind of feels like some sort of remembering, like an echo or a playback of the dates being the same, because I don't believe in coincidences. That's right. I'm wondering right. if because of watching the boy almost drown, watching the show of the man having the heart attack, reading about this famous, hugely famous baseball player, um, all of that building up, causing him to have this panic attack on October 24th, 1972. And October 24th comes around, and here, you know, so we have the scientific reason for all of that that happened, Um. 36 years ago and Mm -hmm. then it's almost like it's an echo like your body because i don't believe residual ptsd maybe maybe i mean time is flowing you know it moves around back and forth all the time right i mean what if Mm. it you just happen to be you know the planets are lined up everything's lined up exactly the same and you mm-hmm. literally just vibed it back into yourself through energy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's. I, I, I definitely figured it's not just, you know, there's, there's something. I mean, like, you know, cause I, I, at the moment, you know, when it, because, I, I, I mean, I, I get these little uh, palpitations here and there, you know, because of, I guess, the 1996 event. Uh, the doctor told you know told me basically the same thing. You know, you might you might have gotten gotten anxious, maybe something you ate with a lot of uh, 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 what do you call it, uh, coffee in it or something, and you know Caffeine. that triggers uh, palpitations sometimes. But uh, but this time around, I don't know what I don't know what triggered it, but it just it just came out of nowhere, and I wasn't scared. You know, I wasn't having a panic attack, but but just I just felt the palpitations and. 
And and for some reason, it just made me think of, you know, the first time I had an event like that, which is in 1972. And, and, and then, and then I, I said, hey, let me Google the date. When, when was it that Jackie Robinson died? And when I when I saw that it, that it was the same date that uh, that it, you know was happening to me on, I, I said, "Wow, what does what does that mean?" And I remember running to Will and saying, "Will, what, what, what does that mean?" <laughs> you know. So, Jen, do you think he's uh, an empathic? You think? Um, that I think that feeling anxiety that doesn't belong to you. When you stop, you know, when you stop, drop and roll and realize you're not on fire. So you realize it, that anxiety didn't belong to you. Yeah, you're empathing it. Um, I'm wondering, honestly, though, this feel, I mean, from everything he's describing, and I don't even know what to call it because I'm never, you know, but I totally believe how um, time overlaps itself. That, mm-hmm. to, you know, the past, mm-hmm. present, and future is all happening at the same time. And with this all happening on the same date, it just feels like he just had, like, some sort of echo. Because that energy when he was 11 was so intense that it made a mark on his timeline, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Wow. Say. Wow. That, that's, 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 you know what? That's. That's kind of like what I have been feeling since that date, you know, something I didn't quite call it an echo, but, but I said, I thought to myself, some kind of, uh, some kind of remembrance that, you know, that date has a special meaning for me or, or, or something to that effect. And, and subconsciously, you know, it, it just like reminded me you know? and, um, and I wonder if that's happened before maybe, maybe last year on the 24th or, or maybe even years before. And I, and I just never gave it any thought, you know, but, but this time it, it, it made me, I guess with all the technology, you know, and I had my, my, my iPhone handy and I said, Oh, let, let me just yeah. Google. When was the day that that happened? And when I, I was just shocked. It was October 24th. Yeah, no, so, it's, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> it sounds like you had like a residual echo in your timeline. You know, I mean, that's, that's yeah. you know, the, the way that Jen is putting it. That, I mean, it explains it perfectly, you know? That makes, that makes sense. Cause I do believe in, uh, uh, I, I don't know what you would call it, but I do believe in, you know, that we, we feel stuff like that. And, you know, uh, wow. But, uh, so it doesn't mean anything bad is going to happen, right? Because that, that's what I, I was worried. Oh, is it going to going to mean that maybe something's going to happen to me? I'm going to have a massive heart attack or something. What does that mean? But uh, I mean, I, I feel well, Lord, I, feel I fine. hope not. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's <Huh>? good. <laughs> <laughs> well, Irving, listen. Thank you so much for coming on. I do appreciate it. Thank you, Irving. Oh, you're very welcome. My All pleasure. Right. Thanks right. talking to you. Thank you. Have a good night, Irv. All right. Thank you. My. Well, Jen, uh, again, 46 you, years. You, 40, that was 46 years ago. Yeah. Isn't that, Damn. Cra- isn't that crazy? That's a, I'm just really like, this is just making my wills go because, <laughs> you know, I mean, I like to think, I like to think about things normally and paranormally and right. how they uh, affect each other and well, like, not just talk about tarot cards all the time. Like yeah. I, you know, 
I like to think about that stuff. And that's just, it sounded like this, like an echo. Yeah, yeah. Just like how a ghost uh, residual energy, uh, as they call it, you know, haunts a certain area, does the same thing over and over again. You know, why wouldn't, uh, you know, a, a moment in time, you know? especially something that was traumatic for somebody like you know him at that age yeah. so yeah it's just uh, amazing and um, you definitely see uh, never cease to amaze me and uh, I really do appreciate you coming on the podcast um, I know you also have a YouTube channel and I also was looking in on that as well you give um, I think it looks like weekly readings is that correct on that channel uh, I do bi-weekly I started out doing weekly but it's just too much yes, to do that and appointments lot. and the muggle job <laughs> um, so just I do bi-weekly and general energy by zodiac sign um, so I mean honestly unless you are watching your sun sign your moon sign your rising sign i mean venus is in retrograde so stop by and watch your venus jupiter's making a big move i mean like there's so many things that could affect it i hate i i hate to say this but i would rather not do general energy readings like that but that's Mm -hmm. the only way to really get out there and offer my services of course so um, I do them. I would rather just read tarot cards for one person at a time versus the masses. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It but makes perfect sense. No. I mean, if, you know, especially when you want to ask a more specific question, you know what I mean? You're not going to yeah. find an answer in a, in a YouTube video, you know, but uh, that requires a one-on-one. So I totally get that. And yeah. um, where can people find more of your information, Jen? So, um, you know, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And everything's under Psychic Gen B, and it's Gen with one N, as God intended. Um, I know some people have been foolishly raised to believe that Gen has two N's. It does not. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way I've ever actually spelled it, the one N, actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have a bunch of friends in Iowa, and apparently in Iowa, they all spell it with two N's. Two I don't N's. know what's going on there. <laughs> <laughs> we don't, we want to make our point across. There's two N's. <laughs> it's one N. Gen with one N. Gen B with one N. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. They tease me out in Iowa and call me Gen with one N. I'm like, Gen Whatever, if you want to make it longer, that's fine. Jen, you also do a podcast, is that correct? I do. So um, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, all as Psychic Gen B. I do a podcast on Sunday nights. It's called The Psychic and the Skeptic, where Shay, Carol, and I just kind of spout off at the mouth and, <laughs> and have a good time and mostly laugh a whole lot. Yeah, yeah. And that's on Spreaker. Spreaker. Okay, perfect. So, yeah, please, everybody, check that out. I encourage everyone to check out uh, that and, um, you know, see and uh, hear all the excitement on that podcast as well. We'd like to cross-promote other, um, you know, great shows. So, please, uh, you know, give a uh, check out at that location. And, um, again, you can follow her at uh, Psychic Gen B. That's with one N, of course. Again, Jen, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me and, and staying this extra long time. I really do appreciate it. Oh, no problem. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. And keep posting all the cool stuff you post on Instagram. <laughs> I try. Everybody go follow him on Instagram, too. Yeah, it's not a bad one. It's not a bad one. I appreciate it. Listen, Jen, thank you so much, and you have yourself a good night. You, too. All right. Thank good you. Bye-bye. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, That's our interview with uh, Psychic Gen B, and I hope you enjoyed it very much. Again, you can follow all of her information at um, Gen B, Psychic Gen B with one N, 
at um, Instagram. Um, you can follow her there. That's why where I follow her. Also, she has a YouTube channel where she does bi-monthly readings on there as well. And then also, if you're interested in having a personal reading, you can send her an email at psychicgenb at gmail.com. So uh, make sure to do that. And I want to thank her again for coming on the podcast. Again, um, if you guys want to send me any suggestions to the show directly, you can send that to thedarkfringe at gmail.com. Again, that's thedarkfringe at gmail.com. And again, that's it for this week. I'm your host, Will Martinez, and we'll see you again next week. <laughs>